Just like the Great Salt Lake, I'm salty AF, baby. If life is a circus, then this dancing bear is in the center ring. Hello! I'm Hunter Harden. And I'm Papa the Bear. And, and welcome, welcome to the Real House Bears. Bears. I was driving carpool with my podcast, Mary. <laughs> I can't listen to my podcast and answer your FaceTime, Mary. <laughs> it's very dangerous to do that. It is very dangerous to answer FaceTime when you're listening to our podcast. I bet. You know, I listen to our podcast, and I almost get in wrecks just from laughing about how hilarious we are. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Speaking of, I thought this was a stupid name for this episode. I love the I Was Driving Carpool, but I really thought, as much as happened in this episode, you call it I was driving carpool? I thought it I thought it was irresponsible. What is that move about? What is that move about? It was irresponsible of the Bravo editors to name it that. It was very irresponsible. Because it should have been something more like Italian etiquette or something like something with like Italian uh, in it or maybe yeah, just botched something Italian botched Italian botched or something Italian. like yeah That's like what it something like called. that we are cooking bolognese sauce with Ooh. the with this pasta <laughs> let's call it botched we're going to rename this episode botched this Italian this episode is botched Italian <laughs> well really big news this week oh yes we got really good news you guys so um <laughs> A certain housewife, another housewife we're talking about getting on the pod, has agreed to be on the podcast with us, and she's excited. That's a hint. It's yeah. a girl. <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah, um, hopefully it's going to be happening really soon. We both have very busy schedules. I guess if Heather and Dre will let us borrow their sound equipment, it'll happen. <laughs> and we should send them a message to ask them, because we can't bring our janky microphone that we both use. I like a man in a vulnerable position. <laughs> I mean, she could probably fit in the hot closet with us, to be honest with you. She's but so tiny. I am but not that's going to be inviting. uncomfortable. Yes. I'm gonna, I'll sweat on her, and because I'll be so nervous by her yes and you know even bigger news my birthday what could be bigger than Jesus? my birthday is on friday <laughs> were you getting to that before i said the thing yes. oh, no, I'm, oh, I <laughs> go back best of luck to you be careful you know even bigger news yes what could it be papa the bear my birthday on oh, Friday. Yeah, I forgot. It's your birthday. It's not like you've been yes. reminding me every Friday, second of the day. November 12th. For the last to be three exact. weeks. Yes. Friday, November 12th, just in case you didn't hear that. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. birthday to me. Well, first of all, First of all, let's say this actually episode will be coming out on Veterans Day. So thank you to any listeners uh, or loved ones like my dad who has Our served veterans, in the military yes. uh, for, you know, doing your duty and defending our country, which, you know, I never did. So I really have admiration for those who have. So first of all, that. Then my birthday. Absolutely. Uh, we will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota. We're going to be both dancing at the saloon. So come see us at the saloon in it Minnesota. Yeehaw! 
Absolutely. And buy me a birthday drink. Buy me birthday presents. Buy, bring me presents, absolutely. Yeah, he loves Maker's Mark. I love Maker's Mark. Starbucks I, cards. Oh, uh, Starbucks out the wazoo. <laughs> One year when I was a teacher, uh, you know, I would announce... Well, I was a teacher for 21 years, but I would announce like every day for a month this countdown to Mr. Chitwood's birthday. And every day during announcements, I would say, so I really love anything peanut butter flavored, Superman, uh, Starbucks. At the time, there was no Apple Music, so it was iTunes gift cards and a few other random things. And that one year, that one year with between my birthday cards? and Christmas, I got like around three hundred dollars, if I remember correctly, in, in Starbucks, Starbucks cards. cards. Just that was, Starbucks gift cards. That was an awesome three months while we had it. Oh, yeah, we burned <laughs> through it. At least a hundred dollars a month <laughs> through it. So yeah, so those of you who like follow me on social media, you know, you can send that stuff through Facebook. Yeah, you could send it anytime you want. Just hit <laughs> us up. <laughs> it's going to be designer. It's going to be fancy. And it's going to be something that you can totally resell on eBay if needs be. My birthday's in March, March 18th. Um, I'll take presents early. <laughs> <laughs> you just announced your birthday like two episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just need to threaten our viewers. I think that's the best way we no, can get No, you threaten them enough the already for reviews. <laughs> <laughs> I think they've been If you don't enough. buy Papa the Bear some Starbucks <laughs> gift cards, I'm going to cut you. <laughs> Speaking of threaten, every single episode, when at the beginning of the episode, when they play the taglines, you <laughs> remark every single time Mary's tagline. I can't believe you said, because I wrote down, I can't listen to Mary's intro to the show anymore. See? <laughs> <laughs> because every single time she says it, she says it like. She said, if you come for me, I will send Jesus after you. It's just the way she says I'll it. I'll send Jesus after I'll you. I'll send, like, he, like Jesus is a, a mob boss and he's going to like <laughs> cap your knees, crucify you and like rub your blood all over your front door. Like that's what he does. So, poor Mary. Like it just blows my mind the way she says it. And she says it so matter of fact, it just I can't, uh, I just can't handle it. Every time I hear it, I giggle. And every time you hear it, you go, oh, oh my God. I can't. I can't. <laughs> like every single week. I, and even <laughs> like we've watched this week's episode twice. And both times, you like every single time, it makes me laugh. I don't know I how it. somebody can hear that and not go, oh my gosh. Like <laughs> I giggle. It makes what? me laugh so It hard. is just. Wait, listen. Mary did it. You, no, you don't. Cameron, don't you that do it. Cameron guy was talking about Mary, and he's passed and away. He now. is no longer with us. I, if anybody doesn't look into this, like it might not be natural causes. Don't act like you don't know. Yeah, Mary might have sent Jesus after him, and by Jesus, her poison. Oh, did I just say that? <sighs> I just can't. I just and now more stuff is coming out about Mary and like the the way that Mary is, or Meredith is so shook now that she's heard more things and seen more things from Mary like it's given me a little bit of relief because somebody that is sane and is giving <laughs> her a good chance at being a friend and then start seeing 
the things that she's doing to other people and she's like starting to connect all the dots and she's not okay with it. And like, I want, Meredith is like mom right now. I need mom. Right here if anyone needs me. (laughs) (laughs) I need mom around because Mary is terrifying. Especially this episode. Don't talk about her. (laughs) That woman that looks like she just grabbed a bunch of clothes out of like, some rich person's goodwill bin that went over there that looks strung <laughs> out that is screaming at everybody like or you know what in just scary. about in just about four minutes into the episode we're getting into Mary trying on all of her accessories at once <laughs> so let's go ahead and get into this episode from the beginning again a stupid name for a supersized 90 minute episode <laughs> I I was driving carpool. Listen, <laughs> I was driving carpool, you guys. I mean, I love anything that... That's what Jen Shaw's driver said, too, of that track. They're like, he was like, I'm just driving carpool, guys. <laughs> I, I mean, I love that it gives Whitney kudos, you know, that it references Whitney, who we love. Yeah. So I, I'm into that. I just I just couldn't believe it. Was it was a big scene, but anyways, botched Italian dinner. Botched Italian. That's yeah, what botched Italian. Italian. Okay. So we're starting off with Jen playing basketball with Omar. Yes. He's so She's, sweet. He speaks so respectfully to her. Oh, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Jen's not that great at basketball, despite the fact that well, she played back in the day. Well, and plus, look at the claws on her hands. Have you ever <laughs> played basketball with fake nails on? And plus, she is a foot tall. Imagine how far away that rim is for her. Although, if me and you played basketball right now, I think we'd probably be the same caliber. Y'all, without, she I, beat me. Because I, I, I can't play basketball. I can't remember the last time I've dribbled a basketball. If you saw me dribble, you would think that I came from some foreign country and it's my first time seeing a basketball. I because could probably I, dribble in place. I could probably dribble in place. Oh, uh, walking, uh, walking and dribbling? Or, no. Uh, people snatch that ball from me real quick because yeah. I'm like, way out there and I'm like standing like squatting around it trying to get the ball to go to right like rhythm (laughs) oh my god at least I know I found you at least I know it's basketball (laughs) right Okay, that's pathetic. Now, the one sport that I could do, though, is competitive stripper polling. Is that is that a sport? That is, it actually is a sport. Did you not, oh gosh, this happened on the news a while ago, and it, this woman was climbing, like, a two-story stripper pole during a competition, and she was upside down, and she fell all the way down on her that. face. But, like, people pitched in money for her because there was a big thing how the, um, the bar or whatever that was hosting it was like, it's not our fault. There is no like stripper insurance, you know? And so people pitched in and paid for her teeth to get fixed and her bones to get fixed and (laughs) all that stuff. But yeah, there is some serious stripper pole. If you've ever like catch one, like Google it. It is pretty amazing. Well, I don't think then that Whitney and Justin should move their pole. I think they should keep practicing. (laughs) I love it when Justin gets on the pole. Uh, you know, every single... T- he needs to quit saying getting on the pole because I record it every single time. <laughs> well, I haven't used the one yet from the men's dinner. Let's just use it now. Actually, I only, like, there's only certain occasions I jump up on that thing. <laughs> and then we have tonight with him and Whitney. Yes. I haven't been on the pole sober and I'm like, well, let's get drunk, Justin, and get you on. (laughs) (laughs) Come over and F me sometime. Right? I'm glad 
I'm glad that Whitney doesn't care that we're madly in love with her husband. Hey, that's how we like him. I know. <laughs> Actually, one of my friends sent me a message and asked me if Whitney and Justin are bi or if they are swingers. And I was like, no, they're not. They're very, they love each other very much, and you can tell. And plus... Corey already outed me saying that I had a huge crush on Justin <laughs> and he hasn't contacted me since. So <laughs> I, I don't think he is. <laughs> Maybe it was like that one in a million chance. But you know, wishful thinking, <laughs> wishful thinking. Wishful thinking. <laughs> uh, Lisa is wishful thinking that she can play this virtual reality game. That it's, I think it's called ocular something, but it's like where you slice the boxes in certain directions with lightsabers. But she, I, her equilibrium is going to be totally spent after that. Oh, I feel sick. Right? <laughs> her in those little tiny, uh, like yoga pants with the zipper in front that she's wearing, she's so tiny. I want to see how tiny she is in person. I know. I've got to meet her in person. She looks just so tiny thing. And after seeing her on Watch What Happens Live, I see her differently. I thought she was adorable on Watch What Happens Live. I don't think that Andy loved her so much, but I, I, I was entertained by her. Her laughing sounded kind of... Um, I, it's a nervous laughter for sure. Because I, I have that, I have it on this podcast all the time. After I say something, I start, I laugh after it. To be like, oh, it was funny, right? <laughs> yeah, it's nervous laughter for sure, but I found it cute. I found it cute. Yeah, I, I like Lisa. And I love watching her with her kids. Yeah, her kids. I, I, I don't think um, Henry was very happy about her um, him playing the game or her playing his game. <laughs> he's like, he's like you're you're like losing points for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot that kind of stuff matters yeah, that's nowadays. Our, yeah, it does. <laughs> oh my goodness. Lisa's sabotaging you. Well, next Mary is trying on as many as accessories as she possibly can. Mary is in the closet of concern. The closet of concern. I don't know where that came up. It's just what I wrote. The closet of the concern. The closet of concern. That's like a room at Hogwarts. Yeah, like, it's like... <laughs> well, I guess Mary's closet of concern would be like that room that they had to go in to find one of the horcruxes <laughs> that just had all kinds of crap Could everywhere. you imagine trying to find Mary's horcrux the, in there? In the room of requirement. In the, in the, in the closet of concern? Yes. Could you imagine finding that? No, no. It would be impossible. No, it could be a mannequin head. It could be a many different hat or scarf or piece a of jewelry, jewelry yes. like shoes, boxes, uh, uh, dust. I don't know. <laughs> Mary. Mary, Mary herself. herself. <laughs> <laughs> we are so silly. You show respect. Well, she sits down to call Whitney, and she is really annoyed that Whitney didn't answer. Uh, uh, but hasn't Whitney called Mary on earlier episodes and she didn't answer? Yes, I wrote and, that down too, just like an episode or two ago. Yeah, and Whitney's like, she never answers when I call. Oh, God. So she calls Meredith next, and Meredith's like, I can't get out of bed for this call. <laughs> Meredith's like, laying in bed. So Mary's hosting an Italian cooking class, which I would love to do. Hello, Dre. Hey, Dre. Yeah, um, in Dre. Park City. The theme is Italian streetwear. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Neither did other gay. <laughs> I mean, I had no clue what it was. <laughs> well, I love that she has these middle of the day luncheons and she tells you how to dress. I chose Italian streetwear because Italian streetwear is simple and chic. And most of the time with these group of girls, I have no clue what they're wearing. 
It's not like I'm just giving you a theme. I'm actually sending you images showing that you, you had to follow. <laughs> like what? That's why she has ever done that before. Mary's just insane. She is unhinged. She and is she, like the hinges. The hinges fully come off by the end of this episode. <laughs> Uh, Mary then like reads everyone's fashion. She, I'm, I'm like, like the the person oh, that kettle. just yeah. I mean, she has no style sense at all, and she's like, oh, they just wear. I don't even know what she said. I will but say some of the shots that they use though give her a little bit of validation, showing some of the other, like Jen Shaw in her like Janet Jackson outfit at Shrew's party. Yeah, like, well, and I, I like think the that. first one was a Whitney. That one was themed. That was a themed party. Yeah, and I think the first one the was, picture was like maybe Whitney. Whitney and, in those jeans with the up at Park City. I thought those were cute. I don't. I, I well, you know, I don't have very good sights. So I couldn't really tell. <laughs> I think it was Mary uh, or Whitney when she was going to have the Mart or the Jen episode, the Jen episode with Lisa when okay. they got together. That's what that episode was from. Well, Mary uh, invites Jen Shaw, then Heather. She's not inviting Jenny or Angie. I don't know. I why want they some more Angie. Jenny. You know, they are casting again for season three, and we might be losing a cast member or two because both Mary and Jen Shaw are having legal situations. So bring on Angie. Um, she is not going to keep calling Whitney, though. She's done. She's done calling Whitney. Yeah. When she, when she said she called her four times. Like the timeline between Mary and Whitney telling the story is very different throughout it's this episode. So different. Meredith's new home is huge. It's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. They have an incredible view. I don't know why they're so anxious to go build a new home with a view of nature's cleavage. Oh, my gosh. And I also want in-home manicures and pedicures. Right? One day, Bear. One day. I'll get them for you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Meredith invites Jenny to Vail with Colorado with the rest of the girls. They're going on a Tuesday through Thursday. I want a life where I just, like... Take off a Tuesday through Thursday. I guess they have, they're, you know, these it women own their own. Their I guess that's what happens when you own your own business. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe sometimes just being a true housewife will let you give you that a lot. And I mean, sometimes. they're still working even though they're gone. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I don't know what she does, but I like it. Meredith has not spoken to Jen Shaw since tubing, and Jenny also hasn't spoken to Mary since tubing. Mm -mm. And so Meredith tries to, like, explain Mary to Jenny a little bit. I mean, she just pretty much says she's a very guarded human being. She doesn't trust humans. (laughs) Because it's true. She says she doesn't trust human beings. She does not trust human beings. Play that. (laughs) That's why I don't trust human beings. And that is facts. I don't trust human beings. Well, they're hopeful that Ginny and Mary will be able to iron out their differences in Vail. I will see. We'll see. You know, again, we know that this whole rest of the season is not just about Jen Shaw. So I'm anxious to see what's going to happen between Mary and Jen. Oh, the Mary situation is going to be really intense, I feel, for the rest of the season. I do love Meredith's brown leather suit confessional. I wrote that down. We are on the same page. We seriously are. I wrote new confessional look for Meredith and she looks great. Yeah, her face looks so great. It's not overly done. Because she's got really strong um, bone, str- like cheeks. Yes, and it's it's not so um, intense. Like when she had that bob that like cut 
in the sides of her face. It right. made her her like cheeks look so sucked in. Um, but now her face looks great. It doesn't look overdone. Yeah, I mean, it looks beautiful. Yeah, she is. And uh, her cleavage looks great in that one outfit. I don't like her cleavage looks like it's plastic it's in that weird. one weird in that gr- one weird like, one it's like uh, snake skin leather yeah crap. but it go, it's a really low v. it looks like she's wearing a breast plate yeah that's what i keep like it's a drag so queen. it's weird yeah it's so weird that's crazy well moving on heather and ashley gay are meeting heather's niece caroline and her husband dean mm-hmm. Who we also had the pleasure of meeting. We've met these two. We can vouch that Caroline and Dean are quite lovely people. Yeah, they are. They're very nice. Absolutely. We got to hang out with them and talk to them for a little bit. They were... Easy to talk to. uh, They knew who we were. I know. That was so awesome. So it was a real honor to meet them. Uh, I love that they're offered wine at this meal and everyone's like, this is weird. And like, I don't know what to say. (laughs) (laughs) Do I drink in front of them? Do we drink in front of Ashley? How does this work? We're all ex-Mormons. We don't know what to do. We've all been drinking our wine in our closets at home quietly. (laughs) (laughs) And I was surprised to find out that this was like the first time Heather ordered a glass one in front of Ashley, even. That doesn't surprise me. Uh, I mean, because the Mormonism, the whole, whole, she's still recovering from Mormon's rules. And it hasn't been that long since she left the church. Yeah, honestly. And how many chances does she get to drink in front of her kids, you know? Yeah, rarely. I'm sure. I'm sure. So... They talk about how they are, now that they've all left the church, they are part of the outer darkness. That's so crazy. The levels of banishment? Yes. It's like Dante's. Is Inferno. Dante's Inferno. Because different... there's seven layers of hell. Yeah. So the celestial layer at the top. Yes. Those are the tried and true Mormons. Life. We've been following the rules. They're we don't the do leaders. anything. Yeah. We judge other people. <laughs> and then the terrestrial ones, who was shadily referenced Lisa Barlow. <laughs> Those are the ones that are still part of the Mormon community, but break a little rules. Yeah, they're not here. valiant they're not, in their thing. Yeah, they're not 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was shady. I mean, Heather Gay will throw a dig at Lisa Barlow. But it is true, she, though. Whatever, I mean, it's completely true. I, it's the perfect example. Yeah, it's, a per- it's true. I mean, Heather, it's Gay, shady. Heather Gay did put herself in the very outer banishment place. <laughs> well, below the telestial layer which are the serial killers murderers rapists and like cr- but does that but that mean they still get into a layer of heaven a layer above the outer banishment ones or whatever outer darkness whatever it is. those are the people who were once mormons and now have left the church so like i would have to ask jeffrey dahmer to get me into his degree of heaven <laughs> they followed the gospel they learned everything about it and still left so they're banished they can't even come to anywhere near the planets that they're living on (laughs) right (laughs) so i thought that was fascinating a new part of mormonism i didn't Uh, i didn't know that or the lds church i didn't know about so they have a fun little conversation about the first time they drank alcohol Caroline and Dean did not like the vodka. Ooh, yeah, you guys shouldn't have done vodka for your first one. Um, Heather, I, if I remember correctly, Heather enjoys a Tito's and soda with lime. I think mm-hmm. that is her beverage of choice. Ooh, my beverage of choice is like Crown Royal Apple um, with ginger ale. And we all know mine is Maker's Mark with a Diet Coke. Maker's Mark. I am drunk on it. Uh, They decided to leave the church because of the church's lack of support for social change. And I think that's 
probably the most common reason why people are leaving religion nowadays. Especially young kids. Yes. Because they're just like, that's why why is church so slow on getting on board with all these things right right i did like how they said church will come around at some point but she feels like they need to go off and start the new revolution now right um but you know what the lockdown the lockdown is what sold them you want to know why why because they weren't getting fed and brainwashed mormonism every week you better they weren't pressured every week to be good mormons they were all on their own and they really got to think for themselves instead of having to think what somebody's telling them i think uh, there's a lot of validity in that mm -hmm. I, hadn't, I hadn't really thought of that i hadn't really thought of that me well, smart me smart you better read the mormon church <laughs> you better <laughs> and then it was surprising to find out that heather was kind of a mean mormon yeah she was kind of snotty she's the sweetest most generous person but that's what religion can do to people it makes you feel judgy like it makes you judgy superior than other people that aren't part of it you know and i think that's a big thing uh heather and i actually had a conversation about this about the difference between the mormon church and a lot of other religions is you know most religion religions are about your relationship with god and the Mormon church is just as much about your relationship with the church. Yeah. And that's where they get wrapped up so much. And so many former members of the church that we've met are so, I hate to use the word damaged, but for lack of a better term, damaged. They have PTSD from, right. from religion. Yes. And so, that's how damaging it can be to people, especially when you're bred at such a young age and forced that onto your brain. Yeah. Where you get, where you're afraid to break the rules. Yeah. Like, um, I know that's in good in some reasons. And again, that's why... Afraid to just be human. That's why religion is such a topic on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, because mm -hmm. it really is your a way of life. And, you know, Lisa Barlow was wrong on Watch What Happens Live, because for a lot of them, it is more than just religion. It is heritage. They're like these inbred polygamy cousins. It's like weird. It's so weird. Oh, yeah. Especially when it's, it's heritage. It's bloodline. You don't want to ruin your the pride in your family. Yeah. You don't want to be that person. Right. That's why I don't think Heather was a good time girl in college because she would not risk that on her family because no, she no, would get no, kicked no. out of her family for that probably. Heather is just funny and outgoing and that's a good time girl. Yeah. I mean, anyone who'll go on a, you know, a, a cruise with a little person that they don't even know, I assumed. Yeah. Uh, that's a good time for me. Yeah, that's fun. That's an awesome story. <laughs> that means she's adventurous and wants yes. to try new things. Yeah. So, well, enough about that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I think we really exhausted that. We love to talk. <laughs> Next, Jen and Stuart are going snowshoeing and breaking my heart. We're making new memories together. My therapist told me to do this. Watch this. Make new memories and spend quality time. Stuart! Stuart! <laughs> <laughs> like, every time I see them together, it just makes me so... And the especially stuff, this, epi this scene where they're talking about how much they value each other in their lives. Like, yeah. that was hard to hear because... I don't think they're friends anymore. I don't think they're even allowed to speak to... I think it's a court order that they're not allowed to communicate. Oh, my gosh. I feel I feel like I've read that. Probably, all, all I know is that it just it's way too much. I've like, also read that they are actually, like, throwing each other under the bus. 
Yeah, I did hear that too. But I don't know what's the actual fact about that. Yeah. I love that Jen's like, no one's going to believe that we went snowshoeing. And I'm like, honey, you're filming it. I know you're filming it. <laughs> I mean, I guess it could be edited out. It could out. get cut out. I mean, there's a but lot Stuart's of scenes. But like, we'll take a picture and then they'll believe it. Right. I thought that was really funny. <laughs> and then another, like, tension building, like this whole episode, this is when the tension for me starts building to the end because Jen starts talking about how she sacrificed time with her kids for, for all of her businesses. And you know, she really doesn't talk about her businesses a whole lot normally in the show. I don't know what she does. So now when she does, it's really like, ah, I know what this is coming. I know, I know coming. It's, it's coming. And then she, just the foreshadowing with her talking with Stuart and like her therapist wants her to spend more time with people she loves and care about, cares about. And, yeah, so um, they talk about their loyalty to each other. I know. It I, was heartbreaking to me. It was cute to watch them race back. I was. I thought for sure someone was going to fall on their face. I thought. It, I thought Stuart was going to fall because he was deck, like booking it. I thought they but both were. To be honest, they were. You. I just love it when Stuart starts getting close to Jen. Jen's like, "Still, Stuart, stop, <laughs> stop, Stuart." They're so cute. So cute. Should we take a quick break before we get on to Mary's Culinary Institute? I guess we can. I guess we can. All right, we're going to take a break and um, hear from one of our special ladies. Bye. Bye. And I'll be right back. This is Heather Gay from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and you're listening to The Real House Bears Podcast. Oh my God. Thank you so much, Heather, for coming by. Oh, I'll so see so you later. See you. Drive safe. You. Thank you so much for coming in. Love you. Looking Bye. forward to seeing you on Watch What Happens Live. Okay, love you too. Oh, yeah. She's on Watch What Happens Live tonight. Yes. No, she's at Sunday, I think. Sunday. Oh, they're probably. After the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, bye. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> don't put. Don't, if we can't post that video. <laughs> Heather looked she wasn't happy with the way she looked yeah she just she's like I'm just not feeling it today guys I'll just give you guys a little she's like, like I just put my break. hair back to come over here and say hi talking about putting her hair back during this Italian dinner uh, Heather looks so good mm-hmm. in that red like wrap mm-hmm. and her hair is like slicked back yes. but then like free on the like it wasn't like slicked all the way back right. you know what yeah, I'm saying yeah, exactly very Italian she looked, she looked like like Italian, like Vogue femme fatale. Yeah, she like, needs some wear. Red looks good on her. I don't know if we've really seen her in red like that. Uh, yeah, and also her um, confessional look, the red confessional the, the look. Convention, yeah. Her hair, I want to eat it. It looks so good. You know, it just looks so good. I just want to eat it. Well, eat it, girl. Well, I'm not going to eat it because her hair's not going to taste good. No. Eat caviar, bitch. But her hair looks amazing and she looks so cute. And finally, we get a little opening in her chest. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's see that cleavage. The decolletage. The decolletage. (laughs) Welcome to the decolletage hotel. No, we're at the Park City Culinary Institute. Oh, I read that wrong. Mary shows up first because, of course, she's hosting the event and resets the table. Right away, she doesn't know how to talk to people. I just like things to be right. Especially if you know better, do better. Put the knife right. Don't act like you don't know. No, she does not. She's like, well, thank you for, you know, like, making everything nice around here. And then she just goes right to the table and fixes it. And that flashback to when she was editing the table and they had one of the name cards upside down and she's like, do you guys know how to read? Like, 
it's not like not a big deal, but it's a huge big deal flaw. Like, it's a big flaw. Yeah, she like, does she's not just, know how to give. Why don't you just say, "Oh, this name tag is upside down. Let me fix it real quick." Right. Let's make sure all of them are correct. It's just called tact, you know. It's it's just called not my being manager. A my bitch. manager did tell me that I I was able to give criticism without making you feel like you want to kill yourself. That's that's what Mary needs a little bit more. Of. I, I can't take any criticism at all, no matter what form or fashion. <laughs> yeah, you Automatically, can. I think you don't like me, or I'm not smart enough. You know those kind of things. Don't attack me. Period. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. You are smart enough. You're good enough, and doggone it, people like you. <laughs> okay, I feel validated. Thank you. You're welcome. I feel better. Do you guys feel better? <laughs> Jen shows up on like the back of is Stuart driving like a Vespa. I yeah, mean, <laughs> I think it's a Vespa. And you know what? Vespas are Italian. I know. That's I why know. I thought, like, <laughs> wow, where'd they get a Vespa? I just I know for like probably for a fact, she went down the road to get on the Vespa and then put the flag on and then ride in. And was like it's just like a flag pinned to a cape. Is that really what it was? I think. Yeah, that's all it was. Like, but you got I Jen Shaw. You Jen got Shaw knows how to bring it. You better bring it. Meredith is wearing like this sexy black leather outfit with the open back. This is probably my favorite look of Meredith's. Yeah, that, at first great. I was like, oh, that's cute. But when she turned around in that open back, I was like, ooh, that is sexy. Yeah. Man, that is sexy. You look hot. But yeah, she looked very Italian Vogue. Mary consistently tries to speak in Italian or with an Italian accent, and it's awful. You know... I'm a master of languages <laughs> and dialect. Yes, you are. Yes, that's true. And just little nuances that are in different languages. Right. But when Mary does it, it is, sounds so disrespectful. It does. It's almost like she's making fun of us. Yeah, like, it just sounds... I hate it. And she does it so much, and she's just like... Uh, Italiano, mix me like uh, the ultimate stereotype, like an exaggerated stereotype. Yeah, and it just—it sounds so disrespectful. I can't handle it. It's awful. It's just awful. Mary, please, I will donate to your church if you stop speaking in Italian, because she has been in Italiano, and she is Italiano, and her clothes are Italiano, and she is Italiano. <laughs> Whether she meant to just be charming or she's just plain dumb, it was awful. <laughs> but what's really awful is then she tells Meredith and Jen Shaw that she gave Whitney a different invitation. She's so mad that Whitney never answered her call. Or called back, which we find out she did call back two hours later. She says multiple times, never called me back, never answered my call. So she gave Whitney a different invitation that instead of having, like, high-fashion Italian streetwear, it's, like, Italian street worker yeah. wear. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, hooker. Like, super costume of a hooker. Yeah. Um, I could technically whip this costume together pretty quickly. I mean, I have, I have it all at my house, but to a cooking class on a Saturday afternoon, this is a little too far for even me. And, like, have you did you see Meredith right away? It's just, like... 
well, why is her not answering her phone mean you need to, like, be spiteful and vengeful yeah, against this her? Like, what does like, this mean? legally blonde and the pink bunny suit mean shit. Yes, like, and Meredith is starting to see the cracks in Mary and being like, why is she so vengeful? Why is she so Fear. spiteful? I mean, who who would do something like that? Like... Really pull like a legally a legally an L Wood situation where she shows up to in a costume to a formal yeah, event like that's humiliating. I don't even that's understand that level of mean. I don't either. And Mary's, and she's a preacher. Yes, I don't get. I just can't. But you know what? I really love what Whitney wore. I did too. I thought it was very cute. I really thought it was like, like a nod to that type of gangster type yeah. situation, but I thought it was beautiful. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was uh, I wonder nice. what made her think to wear that instead of well, what else thinking is she... that it was a costume party. Yeah, I don't well, know. Well, I guess because it was in the middle of the day. Well, and also she only had, she got it at like 3 p.m. that day. Or something like that. She said like, or the day before this, she got the invite right. with that so she didn't have any time to even get any outfits. It was just no. something she grabbed. She looks great. She looked yeah. really great. And then that's when we get that great new confessional look for Heather Gay. Oh, yes. And then Heather picks up Whitney and they compare invitations. And that's when Whitney finds out she's been bamboozled. Mary says that she needs to be punished <laughs> for this. Maybe Mary is God. He does, he's not as strong as me. Didn't God send like plagues and stuff for not being good Christians? That's or good some people? Old Testament stuff. That is Supposedly some scary since Old Jesus Testament. Came, that stuff doesn't happen anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> Supposedly Jesus was the sacrifice. That that stuff doesn't have to happen anymore. Well, here's Mary. Here she comes to bring the plagues. <laughs> She's bringing the plagues. And she is offended when Whitney shows up not wearing. I'm wearing a mafia costume. Oh, yeah. She gets pissed off about it. Like, you ruined my joke. You ruined me making fun of you. Yes. And when he's like, you're mad because I didn't, I didn't show up looking get like humi- a fool? Like, like, get humiliated by you? So you're mad at me? Like, it's so weird. It's just... It's I, mean. I've never seen a woman like this before. Uh, then Lisa shows up, and that's when Jen reminds us that she's her feelings are hurt yeah. <laughs> about not being invited to Fresh Wolf event. <laughs> but you know what? To be honest, though, if if I was talking to a friend every single day and I was good enough to come to this photo shoot, why wouldn't I be good enough to be invited to this event? Yeah. Especially over Whitney, who Lisa was just talking crap about. Yeah, was just, like, seriously trying to turn her against Whitney. So I... I'm, kind of, I'm on Team Shaw for this one. Me too. It's. I feel it's. It's very calculated. It's. She meant to invite just Whitney and just Meredith, because she wanted think, both of them to hear from Cameron. Yeah, that I think that's one hundred percent what it is. And later on, Lisa says it was an olive branch to Whitney, inviting her. And I'm just like, but you've been tearing her down this whole like before all this. You know she's. <laughs> She, I don't know how she's get, trying to think that she's going to get away with she's all this. She's going to still talk about Whitney while still trying to build a friendship with Whitney. Yeah, but like people are going to see the show. <laughs> right, right. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to tell you. Well, Mary has aprons and chef hats for everyone with their Italian names, which Heather loses out on this one. Erica. Because even Whitney doesn't have a good Italian equivalent, so she gets Whitney. What did Lisa get? 
Lisa. And what did Meredith get? Meredith get? I believe probably Meredith. Meredith. Yeah, so what's the point? Of... Mary got like Maria or something like so that. So she wanted to show off, I guess. That's probably what she found out that her name was Maria. And she's like, ooh, I should do an Italian dinner now. <laughs> <laughs> but she brings them in Louis Vuitton bags. Did you hear what she says when she brings that to them? Like, I'm not going to bring them Louis Vuitton aprons. No, no, when she's bringing it to them, not the confessional. She no. says, rise and shine, for the light has come. Yes. What? Well, because that's a song. That's a From church, church. That's a church I song. I know, yeah. but... I feel like it just kind of spilled out. Like, Ugh, she went she's... rise and shine, and there was just a half a beat. And then no, she... there's so much more to look into it. She <laughs> thinks that she's gone. All right, you and Whitney need to form CSI Salt Lake City. Oh, I'm so down for that. We'll make t-shirts and everything. <laughs> Little crop tops. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be like the Bladers, but you'll be CSI. Yeah, yeah. SLC. <laughs> CSI Sluts. SLUT. I need it as much as you do. So when they get these non-Louis Vuitton gifts, Lisa yells out, Oh my gosh, I've never had one of these before. Isn't that hysterical? And Mary turns around and goes, All right. This is the first time I've had an apron in my life. <laughs> okay. And like to the like away from her mocks her saying that. Did you see that? No, I did not. Like it was I just a, it was just a clip, and she goes, "All right." And Mary like, is turns bothered. Away. She is bothered. She just mocks anything anybody does. She just hates everybody. She does. You know who's not bothered is Jenny because she's no. not there. Yeah, and she's having a great time making yogurt with her fantastic kids. I mean, twelve-year-old Triton, Triton, which I love. They've Triton, got Triton and, and Atlas. Atlas. Oh, those are so poor Carly. Well, when is Carly some sort of mythical god or entity? I don't think or... so. Well, I don't know. <laughs> but, be strong boys. But she asked Triton, like, "Do you want to help me make yogurt?" And he says, "Yes, yeah, sure, I'd love to." Oh, th- he's so. Ex- they're both. When Carly comes in, they're both she... like, "What? You're making yogurt? Mom, can we help you?" Like, it's like science, though. It's you know, so... making yogurt is like science. I've never made yogurt. I didn't even know that you could make your own yogurt. Me either. But that was. I mean, doesn't it require some kind of cultures? I wonder where they got that. <sighs> Jenny's kids are so awesome. Yeah, that was. Uh, so she's having her own cooking class thank you very much and also when she turns the water on for hot and she has it cold and try and says that's the cold water the way she thanks him she says thank you so much for that you are so observant like sh- they give their kids you know so what? much self-esteem they should have more kids i don't have the energy to do this anymore <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> just kidding. Be very careful. I'm just kidding. I felt bad though. Poor Triton. He got kicked to the curb once Carly got in there. I know. He's like, "What? Well, how am I going to help now?" <laughs> She's like, "Here, open you these bottles." You can wipe these off. Yeah. You can wipe these off. Thank y'all. <laughs> so the women are all lined up to start cooking, and Jen's next to Lisa, and she looks a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> if I happen to squirt a tomato in her eye because I am a professional chef today. That's not my fault. <laughs> During Jen Shaw's confessional when she refers to herself in the third person. Like, she, it's just gold. Her confessionals are so good. I, do, so, I just, so funny. I want her to talk in third person all the time. <laughs> but she ain't ready to mess with Jen Shaw. <laughs> no, she, she ain't. They start to make their own pasta, and Lisa, not only does she just not cook, she hates cooking. I can think of a million things I'd rather be doing than cooking. Like clipping my toenails, 
uh, picking up dog poop or like scrubbing the toilets. Yeah, apparently she'd rather be doing anything else than this. I mean, to be honest with you, I sometimes I hate it that much, but as an overall... But learning how to do something new like that, that's fun. I would love a cooking class. Yeah, that'd I be would, fun. And I think I would enjoy cooking more if I knew how to experiment a little bit more, mm -hmm. you know? And if I had someone to clean up after me, that's really what I want. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I need to cook over at Jenny's and have our kids clean up for me. <laughs> but even I could make this caprese salad. I don't ever want a caprese salad because it looks disgusting. <laughs> well, because we're not it's, tomato eaters. it's just tomatoes chopped in half. Yeah, I was like, you just cut tomatoes, put some rosemary on it, and drizzle olive yeah, oil. Yeah, I, I, no, I, I don't can, like that. Well, I can make it for some other people, though. Oh, yeah, easily. <laughs> but I don't want to eat it. <laughs> Heather asks Mary if she wants to bless it. You know, she is the pastor and all. No, no you do it. But <laughs> once again... You're not going to do it to my standards. Of course And I'm going to have to correct your prayer. But Heather doesn't skip a beat. She's like, no, no, rejoin, rejoin. I got to finish this out. <laughs> I love Heather. She's always in for a good time. And, and, she, and she understands Mary, I think. And she understands how to diffuse the situation and keep the level of pressure down. And not to get insulted by Mary because she's oh. insane. Oh, <laughs> she is completely insane. Oh, and you know what? I, I got to say something about this. And I'm surprised you haven't said anything about this yet. Mary's wig. Yeah, my hair was bad. No, mine took all of us home. Really? Oh my gosh, am I losing my touch? It looked like she found it in a dog's mouth. I'm so distracted by her nasty behavior that I've forgotten to pay attention to her so nasty like, wig. You know, like when Whitney and Bobby had those their own show and stuff, and you know when you knew Whitney was strung out? Right. Mary looks so strung out in that wig that at, when she starts yelling at Whitney later on... She, like, Mary looks worse than her wig. That's like, season one realness right this, there. Yeah, this wig was intense. You know what I think it might be, though? Her makeup is always on point. Mary's face has been really pretty It this has season. been pretty this season, but that wig, I'm so surprised you didn't notice that wig. I'm surprised, too. All like, right. it looked ba like I'm it, back on wig patrol. Yeah, it looked like it was even coming off of her head a little bit. All right, I'm back on wig patrol. It was rough. <laughs> okay, I'm into it. I'm into it. Gloves are off, then, Mary. Whitney explains to Mary that she couldn't answer her call because she was driving carpool for her and some other kids. And Mary insists for the second time that Whitney never called her back. Mm -hmm. Then Jen Shaw asks Lisa about the Fresh Wolf event. Here yeah, it comes. The Foster Kids event. And Mary's like, well, I don't ever get invited to anything. But I'm used to that now, Lisa. And Whitney's like... I'm sorry that I couldn't go, which I thought... Which I was like, ooh, Whitney, that was good. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah. You just added fuel to the fire, and I think you know you did that. And then Jen's like, don't worry, Mary, I wasn't invited either. What did Jen do to Jack and Henry to keep her off the invite list? And what did Whitney do to get on? Yeah, and now Jen knows from Whitney's mouth that she was invited. Yes, after Lisa was just talking crap about her a few days ago. Mm-hmm. So Jen says that her feelings hurt, and he's like, but no, Jack and Henry made the list. Oh, yeah, she went, she, I told you, she fell right back onto that list. That's why she said it to Meredith at the Fresh Wolf party. Yeah, out loud. Yeah, just blame it on Jack and Henry. Just blame it on Jack They're and the Henry. They're the ones that did it. <laughs> but again, why would Jen be there for the photo shoot and not the actual event? Yeah, that's, I'm, that's why I'm concerned, like, 
that doesn't make any sense. And then, well, and Lisa says on Watch What Happens Live that she essentially says that Jen wasn't invited because she was afraid that Jen might make a scene. That's why. Especially she... since Meredith was there and their relationship is still a little contentious. Yeah. And I guess if I, I guess Jen and Whitney are good at this point in time. Yeah. Jen then tells Whitney that she found about Bleep. Yeah, Bleep the designer. Who... Uh, she got sent- some of, supposedly got some free product from mm-hmm. Whitney as a gift, and Whitney clears that stuff up. And Lisa's like, "Oh, that's so good to know." And I'm just like, "Lisa, should have been talking you about should have been talking about stuff." You didn't know the truth because he because he said thanks, Whitney, on the on the podcast. So that's all I was saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean on the pod. On- Instagram. I feel like this group is not going to be happy until I choke on my pasta and die. But Lisa just keeps shutting it down. It was all about the kids. And Jen was like, well, why can't you just apologize for leaving me out? And, and Lisa does, right away. Yeah, she does. She does. She's like, Jen, I know that your feelings are hurt, and I'm sorry. And, you know, this whole time, like, Meredith, the mom, is trying to diffuse everything. She's like, is this really that big of a deal to not get invited to a small party? Like, do, can can we solve this? Because it doesn't need to be this big. Meredith, she wins the MVP award on this season, on this episode. Okay, okay. I really fell for Meredith this episode because she, I could tell she's thinking about a lot of things in her head right now, but she's also being very smart about everything. Ooh, I love that. Like, she's not completely attacking anybody on the cast yet she hasn't said anything to mary yet she's trying to gather more information and um i don't know i just find that very refreshing to have somebody like that on the show i i'm with you i'm with you (laughs) well mary thinks she's going to make everything better by kind of interrupting this moment with a toast yeah again lisa gets saved by a toast or a shot right remember when she was having a talk with me at that uh, dinner. So the conversation moves to the veil trip. Are Ginny and Mary going to get along? And Jen Shaw tells Mary, Mary, I got your back. Boy, should she have never said that, it seems. No. Because Mary just kind of brushes over it, and Whitney's like, hey, Mary, wait. Jen Shaw just, like, tried to have a moment with you and was saying something nice. Did you miss that? And Mary loses it. Her wig stands on end. <laughs> And she just gets so furious. You cannot tell Mary anything. You can't say anything to her other than praise and and, uh, affirmation. And it's so frustrating to argue with Mary because it's all nonsense and it's so spiteful. And she goes straight to name calling. You cannot have a rational conversation with her because she thinks she's better than you. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, and then she screams at her, calls her little girl. Little girl. And Mm. then tries to say the little girl is a compliment. And I'm like... Oh, because you don't know Mary. Yeah, you don't know me. You don't know how I said it. And, you know, you're saying it to be mean to her. And you know that, Mary. Yeah, she's just unhinged. And again, she's a pastor. She is a... So Mary then's like, Whitney, you can go. Yeah, and Meredith is trying to be like, Mary, stop. Like, stop. Why are you acting like this? And Mary can't even see Meredith She's right been now. horrible. But poor Whitney, this whole scene, you could see her so frustrated and so like, what is happening? Yeah. Like, why are you attacking me so hard? Because 
Whitney did go to her church. Whitney's been her friend. Whitney's been her friend. She even donated to the church. So much stuff has come out about Mary and the press since season one, and Whitney has had Mary's back mm-hmm. and, you know, supported her character. And when when Whitney, like, she's like, I love you, Meredith. I was like, ooh. Mary. Or Mary. I was like, ooh, don't, maybe you should. I don't like I don't that. think you should say I love. Like I, don't I don't think like you should that. say love. And her Mary's only response is, well, show that. Show that you love me. Again, her praise, she needs to be validated. She needs to be worshipped. It's a megalomaniac attitude. Well, before she even goes out there and says that, you know, Meredith tries to calm her down and help her fluff her aura. Yeah. And then we find out that Whitney called Mary back two hours later. Yeah, and Mary didn't answer. So, And then started rage texting. And and this is not the only person Mary has rage texts. Oh, we've because seen them. We've seen these texts we've from seen other some housewives. Yeah, and they are ranting. She's a monster. They are, are incoherent. They are mean, name calling, and spiteful. Here are a few examples of some of the things that Mary has texted me in the past. You think you're better than me? I can tell you, you're not. I'm better than you. If you have something to say, it's better you say it to my face. You deserve everything Jen did to you. I am thankful I'm older than you. I also know I look younger than you. I don't need all the fake injections in my face to make my face look like whatever. And I don't need tummy tucks and facelifts and eyebrow lifts and breast implants. Everything is fake. I've never had plastic surgery. Never. I don't need it like you do. Yeah. Like she will say the meanest thing to you. And you know, in this one, she starts ripping off saying that Whitney's had all this plastic surgery and she needs it. But you know... People, former church members have said when Mary went off to have that surgery or procedure to get rid of like the cysts or whatever. The sweat glands or whatever. That she came back looking completely different. Mm -hmm. I, I. And she came back, it's funny that I just read it today because it said she also came back with blonde hair and Mary always tells her parishioners not to try to look like white people. What? Yes. I can't. How, yes, how, I just read it today. We need to get some like spies in her church to Ugh, record. I want to go. I am terrified. She told to her go. parishioners that it, that it was a god glow up, and that's why she looked different. Let's pray. <laughs> well, Whitney is genuinely hurt by this. Meredith brings up her conversation with Cameron. Whitney is familiar with Cameron, and but has, she's never met him, right? Yeah. And she's had similar conversations with Mary's cousin. Mm-hmm. And Whitney tells Meredith that, like, Mary's con- Mary's congregation believes that Mary, like, has God in her or holds the power of God. Yeah, the vengeance of God. <laughs> and all he says is, like, be careful and do not make Mary mad. Yeah. And you can see this right now. Oh, yeah. Like... Is, she goes, she goes she, for the jugular. She is just... Her face, she gets so... Ooh, I can't handle Mary. Absolutely. And she gives me anxiety. Yes. Well, Meredith tries to broker peace. Mary is mad at Meredith for a second, thinking that Meredith went off with Whitney and sided with Whitney. But I'm like, what? But she's only mad for a second. She gets over with Meredith really quickly. Yeah, she's like, I swear I can't know that's what you're doing. She actually listens to Meredith. Yeah, and gives her a hug, and I'm like, what the... And like, was it Lisa that was like, how did Meredith become the Mary Whisperer? Yes. But seriously, how did that happen all of a sudden? They've been friends since season one, and I guess Meredith has yet say anything negative about Mary. But now Meredith is very concerned. Whitney 
asked Mary if Mary cares about her as a friend, and Mary says no. No. But you know what? I'm kind of glad because I can't wait to see Whitney with her gloves off. Oh, 100%. So she's going to bring all this stuff that she's been defending out. Yep, all these texts. And, and all I these friends, that she, like the wait. cousins and stuff. I can't wait. So Ugh. that was a very, I mean, Mary's sponsored luncheons are very eventful. Oh my gosh. They're very eventful. Very insulting. <laughs> um, well, you know, I just heard Jen Shaw at the door. So let's take a quick break again. Another break? And then we have the Beauty Lab and Laser finish. Okay. All right, Jen, you could come in now. All right, we'll be right back, you guys. Sugar Daddy, talk to me. Hi, this is Jen Shaw from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and you're listening to The Real House Bears Podcast. Thank you, Jen, for stopping by. Thanks, girl. Love you so much. Yes, brunch tomorrow morning, me and you. (laughs) Girl, we're going to be friends. So we finish off the episode at Ground Zero. The beauty lab and laser. Oh my god! You know we parked in that same exact spot multiple times. Multiple times at BLNL. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there ain't nothing like a BLNL. No, they ain't. <clears throat> really, it isn't. It's the, the nicest people that work there. I know. I, I, love I actually love going in there. We haven't been in there in a while. I know. It's time. Daddy needs a touch up. <laughs> we want to keep putting. Botox in people's faces and filler in their lips and make them the best Zoom versions of themselves. <laughs> Heather is greeting Kevin, the driver, mm-hmm. and they have a, a luggage car. Yeah, I wrote that down. I'm like, they have a luggage car plus a VIP limo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's nice. That's an old technique I learned in junior high. I mean, you have to. I mean, each one of those women are coming with at least three bags. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For a two-day trip. I mean, I can't say anything. Um, no, we can't. No. <laughs> no, we can't. Heather calls Mary, and turns out Mary's just going to fly private. Oh, she's got a headache. And um, you know what? She's just going to fly private jet Where does she get this money? Listen, that's what everybody's wondering. Or was she lying and never intending to show up? She has to show up. You never know. Well, I mean, she can say she was sick. Hmm, blah. I need oxygen, I need doxygen, I need estrogen, yesterday. Whitney shows up with the shot ski. Oh, our names are on that uh-huh. shot ski. Have we mentioned that before? I don't think we've ever mentioned yeah, that our name is on the shot ski. I saw our names on the shot ski. Did you see it? it? How to zoom in. Uh, Whitney's glad that Mary isn't there. Mm-hmm. Jenny shows up. Uh, how sweet that Heather brought, like, road trip kits for everyone. That's so cute. I wonder what was in it. Did I, I say? Know, I don't know. I don't think it did. We need to find that out. Yeah. Jen arrives in braids. Her braided hair. Jen Shaw in braids. And snack. Wheat thins in particular. (laughs) Uh, Lisa comes looking, uh, wearing a great coat. Lisa's got a great coat game. Yeah, she does. She really does. She's got a great coat game. We see someone installing cameras in the van, and Jen gets a phone call. Yes, I think it was Coat Shaw because she says, Hey, baby. It could be. I assume it would be, but she might be that familiar with. A, a, it could be a, it could have been a, a child saying, "Mom, there's someone yeah. here looking for you. You need yeah. to come here." Yeah, who like knows? Like Sharif Jr. or Omar. But during this this part, could have been, well, it wasn't her assistant because he was there. Yeah, well, like 
you can see right away she's like wait wait hold on this is serious and she has whitney turn off her mic she steps outside and she doesn't talk she only listens did you notice that during like when she got out of the car she only listens she doesn't say anything wow but then as soon as she gets off the phone and you know heather shows up and like comes out of blnl and even Heather was just like, whoa, babe, what's wrong? Because it looks like she just saw a ghost. Oh, uh, she just the, did. The she blood, saw her life pass in front the of her blood, eyes. You could see her her wheels are moving in her head, so she's just kind of floating through this part right here. Yeah. She's not really doing anything. She's just kind of on autopilot. And she just keeps repeating the same things. Like, I don't really know what's going on. And I think she said Sharif called her saying that Sharif Sr. was having surgery and has blood. In, blood. Sharif Sr. is her husband, Sharif. Sharif Sr. Yeah, that's him. That's her husband. Oh, I thought it was like his dad. No, no. Sharif Sr. is Sharif, and then Sharif Jr. is their son. Oh, okay. Okay. So her so husband she... is supposedly oh, okay. in the hospital with internal bleeding. Yeah, and that thing And she, this she was she... obviously a lie. Obviously, yeah. And, you know, people in the social media are all like in an uproar, like, why would you say something like that? And, you know, I agree, but... You know, you're in a panic. Yeah, I mean, she there had to do There are cameras right everywhere. And that's, you know... And that's, that's not something, something you want to say, like, hey, listen, the cops are looking for me, so I gotta go. And that's, like, and that's kind of an excuse, like, that a kid makes up, you know? Yeah. That not thinking about the bad juju you're putting out into the world. And she person. was probably just scared. Yeah, she was. She was very... It, she I'm, had to come up with that, like, right away, and it had to be yeah, important again, enough. I wouldn't... I hate... I wouldn't say that out loud, because I wouldn't put that juju in my ear, but, yeah. you know... And I was like, Heather was like, our friend's in trouble. We'll cancel this trip. I love how concerned Heather is and what a good friend. And all of them are like, yeah, yeah we should. Like, Do you need us here? Jenny's like, I, I was looking forward to getting away from my husband, but I'll do whatever. Yeah, but so like, I loved how everybody kind of um, crowded together for her. Yeah, I got this. Yeah, I thought that was really lovely. And then they had that conversation in the car of like, should we leave? Should we stay? Yeah. And I, I agree with Jenny. Like, listen, there's nothing they can do here. She told us to go. If worse comes to worse and she needs us, we could always come back. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is just a trip. Right. For uh, two days again. For two days. So yeah. they, and even the producer comes in and is like, are you guys really thinking about not doing this? Seemed a little irritated, didn't you oh, think? Oh, yeah. She was like, are you guys serious? Like, not gonna go? After all this stuff that we have just scheduled and yeah. cleared and <laughs> paid for. Yeah, so it's... Um, ugh, and... But when he calls Justin and he's going to try to like get a hold of the Shaws to like yeah mediate. to help him out and the, if anything yes. needs so that can give the ladies more of a peace of mind right and then twelve minutes after Jen Shaw left the feds start to show up and I mean like the ladies don't notice him for a while and you just see them all going around the car and they're just talking and talking I'm, and I'm just like pulling my hair out I'm like look outside <laughs> I think that at first Heather is a little concerned that she's in trouble like why are they oh, here yeah, in my she business she looked she was staring outside like why are the popo here and that's why she got out too yeah because she like, thought it might have been business. for her yes and she you can tell that Heather's scared of police. Well, she even says it. Yeah, well, yeah, she, she does say that, but you can tell with her body, like, at one point, she's like, y'all, the, you guys are like, stu- you guys are, and she doesn't finish her sentence, she's like, y'all, you have a guns. Right. <laughs> like, she's seriously shook by this, because it, it is scary to be around, it looked like a SWAT team. It uh, literally, but it I would like be with Whitney, team. I would be like, is this a joke? I'd be like, this is yeah, a very is, elaborate joke. Those stripper, is this like a stripper 
uh, what's it called? Flash mob. Flash mob or something. <laughs> but like there's ladies there too. And like they're wearing like the legit gear. Like if they were stripper cops, they would just come in those janky uniforms. True, and them off. true. But they have like vests on. They have, they all have guns on them. And HSI, Homeland Security, like what kind of stripper name is that? <laughs> I'm Randy. Randy Starr. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that it's not a joke right there. Right. <laughs> it's like, I'm Homeland Security. I'm like, what? That's a stupid stripper name. <laughs> Come on, Candy. We know that you're not, not your name. <laughs> that is so funny. Uh, that is so funny. <laughs> well, Lisa is... In a mad panic. You guys, I'm gonna puke. Lisa's literally going to throw up. <laughs> literally. <laughs> uh, she's gonna call Stuart. We find out what happens live. She never got a hold of Stuart. Which it makes me so sad because where was Stuart when this happened? I really hope he didn't get arrested at his home and his kids saw it. Ah, uh, yeah. I really hope that didn't happen. I hope that's because that's scary. Yeah. Where they surround your house. They don't just go to the front door. They surround your house. Yeah. It's when they have a warrant, that's scary. And they will arrest you right in front of them. Because my little secret, but my dad got arrested right in front of me when I was like four or five, I think. I vividly remember it. Of course. Vividly. I answered the door. It was scary. It was scary. And I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. So I'm just like, where's dad going? Like, why are they? It was traumatizing so i, I really bet. hope that didn't happen to stewart I that's the one not. thing i hope yeah his kids <clears throat> all right well then that's the end of the episode uh, oh, wait but you know what's so funny is that they're like we're looking for jen shaw we just want to make sure she's okay right. and i'm like they can't say they anything. can't say it. i'm like you guys got a swat team and homeland security just to make sure jen's okay like couldn't yeah. you just text her <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so like it was uh, it was very stressful. This scene was very intense, even though we've been waiting for this for so long. And they showed new stuff rather than what they showed in the first episode. Yeah. So um, I cannot wait for this next episode. I am more anxious about the next episode than I was this one. Yeah. Because Andy himself said, top five best housewives episode ever. I'm stressed. I am... I, I am anxious already. I think about it all the time. I watched this week's episode for the third time today just because I can't quit thinking about it. <laughs> and plus, I don't know what else to watch. If I'm caught up on Housewives, I don't know what else to watch. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. I mean, unless Blow Deck is having a, a, a like marathon. A marathon. Yeah. <laughs> but man, yeah, so that was a, a really good... I feel like it was a really good episode. A lot of people were just waiting for the Jen Shaw rest, but everything else that happened in this episode was very intense. I'm getting really tired of people saying this, to be honest with you. Uh, people are like, I'm tired. Well, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. And I'm like, you guys, this whole show is not about Jen Shaw's arrest. There's so much more going on. I mean, Mary is going insane. Serious. And Mary is one of the quirkiest people ever on television. And she's a pastor. Like, if she wasn't a pastor, I'd be like, okay, she's just crazy. 
But she's like legit insane. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm scared of her. (laughs) Well, you keep talking about her like this. She's sending Jesus after you. Oh, no. (laughs) Well, she'll also send Jesus after you all if you don't follow us on the socials. But she isn't going to. You threaten them. That's and my I job. said Mary's going to. I know, but it was a threat. Well, it didn't come from me. It came from Mary. Oh, it was just a promise. <laughs> Erica Jane. Um, but it, Mary's not going to send Jesus after these two people yes. who gave us some nice little reviews and a nice five-star rating on our Apple podcast mm. thingies. <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned them on the Beverly Hills reunion, but just in case you're not a Beverly Hills listener. Yeah, because I know I threatened you on the the reason why you wrote it is because I threatened you on the Salt Lake City episode. Right. So, Angela, capital M underscore 82. Angela, whoa, Angela, whoa. Angela. The Real House Bears? I love that. I love that. That's what she wrote as the title. I love that. Um, and then we got Johnny Mac, 73012. I have a named Johnny Mac. Is it him? I, I doubt that's my cousin Johnny Mac. I doubt he watches Does he go ones. by Johnny Mac? He does go by Johnny Mac. Isn't that a great name? That is kind of cool. I love it. Johnny Mac. That sounds like a porn star name, a stripper name. <laughs> well, no offense. Well, anyways, Mac. he just writes. He I agrees agree. with us. He agrees. He, agrees. he feels the way about the housewives that we do. And, so he, like, and like they both like go on and on about how amazing Hunter is and no, how. No, don't wish, do that one again. Wish... You said that last week. <laughs> that joke. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank y'all. Follow us on the socials on Facebook and Instagram. We are the Real House Bears. On Twitter, we are Real House Bears. And you can email us if people still email at therealhousebears at gmail.com. If people still email, I think people, I like lots of people email. <laughs> <laughs> they don't just instant message. Uh, they don't do it all through the TikTok? Oh, bear, I can't. You can't say the TikTok. It's TikTok. All right. <laughs> um, and also, um, I guess I don't have to threaten any barrier now because I'm pretty satisfied with these last two reviews. But if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please go to our main page, scroll down, hit the five stars, and give us a nice little review about how much you love moi and Bear, too. Um, don't forget my birthday. And it's on also Friday. his birthday. So if we could get a lot of like happy birthday reviews, <laughs> that would yes, be perfect. That would be a great gift. Thank you so much. Um, and we're also on YouTube. Yes. So we are full, full Salt Lake, full time now. There's no competing yep. city going on. We're going to have two to three hour episodes now on. <laughs> it seems like it because <laughs> we can't get enough of our Salt Lake of City these girls. Ladies. So um, until next week, bye. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Let's do a little sound check. Let's do this. Let's do it. Let's do this podcast. It's Salt Lake City time. So it's test time.